0: Jesus Christ is the face of the Father's mercy. It was with these words that Pope Francis in 2015 opened the extraordinary jubilee, the year of mercy. And this same idea today is spoken both in our first reading by the prophet Isaiah and in our gospel reading we just heard proclaimed as Isaiah expresses with confidence that the sinner who turns from his ways and seeks the Lord will find mercy and abundant pardon. And it's a mercy that's beyond what we can understand or fathom. Right? As those beautiful words tell us, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Last week, we were instructed on how we were to forgive our brothers and our sisters who sin against us. Today, we are shown by Christ himself the richness of God's mercy in which those who are last turn to God and With repentant hearts become first. To seek God is what our call is, right? To seek the Lord. What comes to mind when you hear the word seek? Do you think of Easter egg hunts or hide and go seek? Or maybe it's someone seeking out a husband or a wife? Right? Usually when we use the word seek for an earthly sense of the word seek, it's something that has affinitude, right? It's something that finishes. We find the eggs, we find the person, we get married. Yet to seek God while He may be found, does this have an end point? Is there a moment in which I can say, Okay, Lord, I've found you. The work's done. The prophet here speaks to those who are exiled among the Babylonians. In this passage, we are near the end of the 70-year exile that the people had in Babylon. And the reason the prophet gives for this exile is is the unfaithfulness of the people for 70 years. So imagine the discouragement and maybe even the cynicism that comes to religion at this point, at 70 years. God's promised us to be a good nation, a great nation, yet we've suffered at the hands of this cruel empire for 70 years. And yet it's Isaiah who boldly tells them seek the Lord, trust him. His ways are far beyond ours. We have the benefit of being able to look back on that at hindsight. Right? We know the whole history. We know the coming of the Messiah. We know the freedom they receive. It might be easy for us to just say why won't they just listen to him? The temptation in what it seems a large amount of people had done is to become discouraged or to give up, to give in to sin, to find happiness on my own, and yet we're still called to seek, to persevere. And the voice, the verses that immediately follow this passage in Isaiah, are those beautiful verses that state, "As the rain comes down from the heavens and waters the earth, and does not return to the heavens until it has fulfilled its purpose, so the word of God must do to us, that it doesn't return to the Father until it's achieved its purpose." Obviously, that prefigures Jesus. Isaiah didn't know he was speaking of the Word made flesh. When we were speaking this summer over prayer, I right, stated that the initiative of prayer always begins with God first. When we're seeking out God, it is He who seeks us first. Before I even begin to seek him, he is constantly seeking me. And so this is a type of seeking that's eternal. The Lord seeks us out. Before we were in our mother's womb, the Lord was seeking us out, calling us to himself. He doesn't give up, right? He doesn't weary when I sin, when I fall short. He doesn't back away, deem me a hopeless cause. Actually, he continually seeks me out even with a greater vigor. I think sometimes we make this too difficult. How do I seek the Lord? It's very simple. I don't need some scientific formula for it or a degree. It's just simply sitting down and saying, Lord, here I am. I'm sorry. Accomplish your work in me.